I got a burp. Yeah. Oh, that was you, not me. <laughs> Screaming Idiot Show rolls the fuck on. What's up, y'all? Got another bonus content episode for our very loyal Patreon subscribers. Y'all know who you are. We appreciate the shit out of you guys for uh, giving us your, your time, your money, and your attention. So, um, by the time this comes out, the topics that we're going to cover today will have been out for a week or so. But we really wanted to dive into uh, specifically these two bands um, that have released new music because they're two of our favorites. One is mine and Preston's absolute favorite. So, Monuments and Polaris. Mm. So, Yummy. Uh, we're going to start with... I'm bussing. <laughs> I'm bussing out the scenes. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to start with Monuments, okay? Um, their new song, Nefarious. Um Came out the, the same day that Polaris dropped uh, their single. Bad and job out of them. Uh, we'll get to that. Yep. Um, same day Polaris dropped their uh, new new single, Inhumane, off their upcoming album, um, Fatalism. Fatalism. That's how yep. you pronounce that. Yeah. That's coming out in September. So I don't think Monuments has announced a new album yet, but I think they're, you know, we talk about the momentum curve. Uh, Monuments does a very good job of staying on top of that momentum curve where we had actually Especially talked about. Especially with Andy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We had talk, I mean, Andy's got so many side projects going. And I don't know how he has time to do all this stuff with Monuments, well, you remember, which is his main group. But. Yeah, and if you remember, before they dropped in Stasis, they put like three random singles out when they introduced Andy, Andy to the band. Yes, correct. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, there was. They had their own album cover and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh boy, I lost my point. Um Anyways, probably one important. Sorry, I did. No, you're cut good. You off. You're, no, you're good. Um, with this new monument single, you know, like I said, they do a great job of staying on top of the momentum curve. Uh, we had actually touched on how we felt like Polaris was falling behind in that standpoint due to their touring schedule and whatnot. So, um, starting with this this single by by Monuments, you know, I guess my <laughs> initial impression, which don't don't take this the wrong way, guys, but when I listened to it, I had already listened to Polaris's new single. Um, Same. And you did too. I did the opposite. You did the opposite. I, Preston I did, waited. Preston waited. So I listened to the new Monuments song, and I was like, okay, all right. This is different. It's different for them, um, but I like it. And then I listened to Inhumane, and suddenly I hated the Monuments song for a second. Unfairly. Not not how I feel about it today. So just some advice for you guys out there. Listen to the Monuments song first, then... Uh, yeah. Listen, listen, listen to the to band Polaris. that's not your I'm favorite sorry. of the two. I listened to Polaris first yeah. and then listened to Monuments. And I was like, mm. I said yeah. it backwards. but Yeah, I mean, same same here. I listened to the, the Polaris song first because that's... We were excited. I mean, when I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at my group chat that morning, it was Preston sent the Monuments song. He sent the shit early. And then... I was up at 5.30. Yeah. yeah, and then I got the Polaris song. So as I'm backtracking, Polaris was first. So I, yeah. I hit Polaris. Yeah. I listened to that song about Wreck the Car. We'll get there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun. And then um, I listened to the Monument song. Mm-hmm. And I was worried. <laughs> I'm, Cause I was I'm like, concerned. I was I was listening. I was like, yeah. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, his vocals sound killer. The oh, yeah. music sounds pretty good. Is it? It sounds pretty in line with what they did on their last album. Um, but I was like, are they are they going soft on us? 
are they just going to focus on this dude's clean vocals because of what melt. it did for them this melt. last album? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because this last album kind of blew up because they, mm-hmm. they did because kind Andy, of focus. Because before, Andy before had a Andy, big following before he even joined the well, band. Well, and their vocalist that they had before Andy was not. I mean, he wasn't bad. I, but I don't he know. Was I don't know. He was real different, him. too. I don't know a ton about him. I know sure, I yeah. listened to some of Monument's older stuff yeah, before like they added this the guy. Eight strings. The album shit. that had Leviathan yeah, on it. Yeah, it was very and, heavy. Yeah, and then yeah. this. This latest album came out. I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Well, remember okay. I showed you makeshift harmony. And I you're lost like, my what fucking the mind. Fuck? Yeah, bro. Was that that was one of the singles I believe off of Instasis? Yeah, and it? I was obsessed yeah. with it when it came out. So yeah, that that stuff came out, and so this single comes out. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of right in line with. It, but uh, have they completely taken away the screams? Have they just went, you know, pretty poppy and just decided mm-hmm. we're 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 done with the metal? You know, we're going to keep the, the guitars a little, you know, we're going to keep that somewhat sound of metal, but not be fucking metal as fuck. And then the breakdown. Happened. And then the breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Woo! we didn't lose them. They are here. That was my impression, too. And, and, and I was I was not I think I told you guys, I'm like, I don't want to say that I'm let down, but I'm close. And I think it was just from the sheer excitement of the Pol- new Polaris single kind of reverberating against this new Monument song. So I, w- I mean, today I went back and listened to it again, and I'm still not in love with it as much as I am some of the songs off of In Stasis. Mm-hmm. But it is way better than when I listened to it the first day because yep. I was just so obsessed with the Polaris song. And we listened to it in here, and I told you guys, I'm like, God damn, this sounds so much fucking better in here in the studio yep. than it does in my truck. I can hear every layer. The one thing I will critique about the song, I guess if I'm putting my music critic hat on, um, I don't necessarily care for how, and this is just me being a guitarist, being a musician, focusing on uh, you know every angle of the, of the song. The guitars are kind of in the background for me. It's a very vocally driven track, um, which I don't mind. I mean, some of my favorite bands are that way. I talk about Until I Wake all the time. They're a very yep. vocally driven band, but that's not what I expect from Monuments. Yeah, I expect John Brown fucking ripping it. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So when I don't hear that, I'm like, mm, that doesn't quite sound like Monuments. So I will. I understand where you're going there, uh, and I'll, I'll give my take shortly after we have this little conversation. But if you remember when In Stasis dropped, we were kind of because remember we were talking about how the the guitars were uh washed out of the mix especially i, I do you thought, remember us I having do. that conversation well because the album before the album before right um that had leviathan on it and all that that was very guitar driven and stasis was definitely a little different than that mm-hmm. um and i think it might have been makeshift harmony that i there's another one that I wasn't crazy about when I first heard it off of uh, off of Stasis. No, I love Somnus. Um, can't remember which one it was. I, for some reason, I feel like it was Makeshift Harmony. Um, that Tyler, you said you lost your shit to. Um, you have to show me the album, and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pull tell it you real quick. Um, but yes, it kind of felt to me like they were really doing the best they could to maintain that monument sound that everybody knew while also highlighting, hey, here's our new vocalist, and he's fucking kick-ass. Yeah. Uh, it was Makeshift Harmony. Okay. Yeah, because, I That's mean, I love... the record. Uh, my favorite's Arch Essence, you know yeah, that. Yeah, Opiate, that. 
collapse, collapses, somnus. Shit, we're uh, going through the album. Not the simmer. I mean, they're all, they're all great. Yeah, sorry, yeah. We're, we're supposed to be talking about the. Well, singles. no, I just know that um, other than the singles that were dropped, um, that album it it was kind of like a periphery album to me where I had to give it some time. Yeah, I did have I get to, that. and I th- I remember I us too. having the conversation yeah. you did as well. I did too. Which there's so many. I mean, dude, I, I've talked about them till my, you know, teeth are gonna fall out. But Bad Omens' newest album, Death yeah, of Peace of Mind. Time. It took me some time. Yep. Little sneak peek to our uh, our one of our episodes in season three. There's another band that I've really drugged through the mud that Woo! that uh, uh, Tyler and I both have really uh, harbored some unfair I just hatred sat in the for. Background, listen. And uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to eat some crow on that. So stay I knew tuned. y'all would come around like stay Green tuned Day. for season three because we're gonna we're gonna eat some crow. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it took me a little bit to grow to grow on, and I think that's kind of how I feel about this new single of theirs. I think it's very similar. The feeling. more I yeah. listen to it, the more I notice different things. I'm like, man, it's, dude, the breakdown. It's like I didn't even notice it the first time I heard it, and then we listen to it and hear it. I'm like, fucking, mm-hmm. yep. I don't know, man. I I recognize the I guess the value of the song the first time I heard it. Sure, but I also recognize that it was easily being kind of eclipsed, lost in the sauce by what I had listened to just before. Yeah. Mm. Which you know was it was it maybe bad timing. Of monuments to release the song the same day as Polaris. Did they even know that that was? That's going my. To happen? Ben, that's I don't know. My the biggest or criticism or it. is it is it really kind of irrelevant? Because if you think about it, it's new music. They Friday. they do have look. They do have a similar. They you think of like those those two circles, yeah. right? And like in the middle, they have a shared yeah. audience. Yes. However. For the most part, Us? I think I think each of them yeah. have a, a, a separate audience. So I, I don't too. I don't know that there's that much bleed over where it was going to be that much of a problem. So they probably didn't think it was. Yeah. Well, and but for us that live in that that in middle, middle, ground. middle ground in the in the butthole area there, yeah. um, <laughs> that uh, that really did suck. I think it really took away from being able to enjoy that song, but. As I was listening to it, like I said, like I enjoyed the vocals. Mm-hmm. I, I could hear that the music was well put together. And then the breakdown hit and gave me the, the heavy that I mm-hmm. wanted from mm-hmm. them. Um, and that, that you I was, expect I, I, was, I was really, I was really like, scared. Yeah, dude, I was really too scared. Like, Where's it at? Where the fuck's it, it at? <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I need it. It's a build up. It's got to be a build up, man. It's got to be, dude. So, and I think I I tweeted from our our show page. Note to self: never, ever, ever release music the same day as Polaris. <laughs> I just, uh, but it, Polaris's release was a surprise, which I've talked about with you guys in private. I don't know yeah. if we talked about it on the show, mm-hmm. but I love surprise releases. Monuments had teased the new single for at least a week. Yep. Leading up, because uh, I, I mean, on their Instagram page, I, I, they were teasing it for about a week. Um, Polaris, it was two days. Two days. I mean, it yep. was two days. Um, and it you, made me happy. As you well. heard, I, I, you heard the whispers on Twitter. Uh, Sharp Tone tweeted Polaris, just yep. Polaris, and I was like, oh, something's hmm. about to happen. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm in danger. And then the <laughs> next day, I, I'm in danger. <laughs> then the next day, Polaris announced. Hey, something's coming on Aussie Radio tonight at whatever. 
And then the very next day, it's like, boom, it's here. And I'm like, oh. and it's not just a single. It's like, oh, here's a whole album coming. And I'm like, oh. So. Do you have anything else you want to touch on? The Monuments yeah, piece real quick? I really want to get into that part of that. But in regards to Monuments, um, bad job out of them. <laughs> Releasing on the same day as Polaris. Dude, and I love Monuments, I but too. like it didn't hold a candle. And if you got on Twitter, there was not nearly as much smoke yeah. about Monuments as there was. And obviously on our show page, all I am in is metal Twitter. Yeah. Um, there was not half the smoke and talk about... I mean, people were talking about the Sleep the Sleep Token album more yeah. than the mo- new Monuments song. And hell, the Sleep Token record had been out for like a week or two by then. Yeah. So... Well, you know, you and I were kind of talking before we started recording where it's like we match up that that single to their last album yeah. and it would not have been a single on that album no no you mean the new monument song yeah the new monument song because it versus like the singles they did drop it, it just doesn't compete no so, yeah it's a it's a i hate to say this it's a great song but this but is because i hold monuments really to such good. a high standard because of what they've done it's a filler song it is. it is. It's so. It's a, it's a pretty good filler it's, song. It's a great like, filler it, song. It's never going to be the best song on a record. If it's the best song on a record, I've got some fucking concerns. Yeah. So, I and that's where refund is what I want. <laughs> Dude, it was not as good as they dropped a single when Andy first came out called Animus. I think is that mm-hmm. right? Yep. Animus. That's what I'm looking at, and that's what I was getting ready to delve into. That so. that single it was, was in fucking insane. Yep. I don't know that I heard that. Probably uh, well, it was before in stasis, um, but it was like, dude, if and it wasn't even on the album. No, that, well, that's what it's I'm just about a standalone to get into. song. Yeah, so go ahead, Preston. Bad job out of them. Um, the other part of it, I do see where they're going, and what I mean by that is knowing how talented Andy is as a vocalist, and I had a a past with Andy due to YouTube, so I knew who Andy was. Um, we have history. Yeah, we have some history. <laughs> I knew who Andy back. was before he had... Uh, I've been know. knowing him for years. <laughs> before he had decided to join Monuments, and I was really excited when he did. So when he had joined, they had released Animus. Uh, another single they had released was Deadness. Oh, yeah. That's um, right. And I think that may be it, if I'm not mistaken. Deadness I thought it was just Animus. two. You said three. I didn't think that sounded Yeah, I right. was thinking I think was the third three. was off of In Stasis. But this single kind of reminds me of those two for some reason. And maybe not Animus itself, because I think Animus was a little bit better. But like you guys had mentioned, a filler song. Yeah. Where it's not meant to be, listen to this banger we're randomly dropping. It's like, here's, here's a little shit for you. Here's and some content. Yeah, here's some shit for you. And what I'm starting to realize with Monuments, and I don't think that it's a bad thing, but they are starting to slightly delve into a different direction, and it is more vocally driven verses. And that's where I noticed, I put two and two together, where in this single, it does sound like the guitars are either washed out of the mix in the verses, or they're in the background. And it got me thinking, and I'm like, well, you know what? I remember kind of bitching at first about the last album because it was that way. So I think it's a direction that Monuments is going in, 
And as long as they have the heavy parts like Cardinal Red has and like Makeshift Harmony and so many others off that album, I'm completely okay with it. But in regards to this single, I give it a six and a half out of ten. Six Six and a half out of ten. I like it. I don't have any problems with it. It's got good re-listenability. Yeah. The guitars being kind of in the background was not a complaint that I had. Fair. No, no, it wasn't so, a complaint on mine either. You, I've heard both you touch on that, and I think it's because of the kind of stylistic backgrounds yep. and the difference in between. It's it's and especially the me, new Polaris song. That shit doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah, yep. But I've also no, realized hanging out with you guys for as many years as I have, and, and listening you. to you, love you, uh, listening to Thank you it. guys talk about music yes. and, and listening to the show. music that. <laughs> That you guys do, you guys really want the guitars in out, my out in front, face. in the face, just a, a a wall up here. Whereas me, I'm sometimes that gets you old. Like to me. Be it does. I get. I know you, what you, you mean. want to be surrounded and enveloped by the entire sound of the song. Right. I don't um, want to just hear guitars riffs the whole time. Yeah, and, and I don't and want to. Maybe that's why I like make them suffer so much. Yeah. Probably, but because like they, with a lot of metalcore, man, it's 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 just guitars and yeah. drums, yep. and yep. then some screams. Yep. That's all I ever hear. Yep. Whereas with this mix that that Monuments put out mm-hmm. with their last album and this, it's you hear everything. Yeah. I just had a revelation. That's why you love moths. I fucking love moths. Yep. Moths always, 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 even their old shit. Yes, you hear the guitars very prominently. But it is like being surrounded. It's like this big blanket yep. of sound. It's of a warm, the entire cozy song. fucking huggle, bro. It's a warm, cozy metal <laughs> huggle. I do love my huggle. Z- Z- you got more than one? I got two. I got a long one. You can only wear got a long one for when he's trying to be comfy, and he's got a short one for no, when he's I got trying a to long. get laid. I was going to say, he's got a short one for when he's cold, but he wants to get some butt. No, I got a long one for the winter time when it's real fun. Music cold. mouthfuls, give it to me. <laughs> I got a short one when it's not as cold, but the house is still fucking cold. Well, your wife keeps that shit colder and fucking there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's my. Re- I just had that revelation because Moths does such a great job, especially on their newer shit. Anything from it, No Eternity and Gold onward, pure like porcelain. The the two new singles, it is, and that it's was my complaint. Face. It's in your face. That was my complaint with the two new singles. It's like, where the fuck is the guitar at? It's just this big wall of hardcore oh. sound. I, man, I, you, I just I enjoy being able to hear everything. Like a lot of metalcore, the bass doesn't really exist. Hard to find unless you, you're Polaris. You feel it, mm. right? You you feel that the bass is there because remember of the like low a end, yeah, right. And then they they have the drums real nice and punchy. They cut through. Yep. That's fine. And then the guitars are just this big wall. Yep. Mm. And then there's like this little pocket for for some screams and some vocals. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't hear everything. Eh. But but the monument like that. That's why it confuses me a little bit when you guys talk about so like, the mix. What and I mean by that is. It's you explain your part, and I'll explain mine. Yeah, ahead. so what I mean by that is previous monuments, before Andy, Guitars was not that way. Yeah. In your face. Yeah. In your it was face. John Brown's band. Yeah, John Brown and, well, it was with Ollie It was with time. Ollie at the time, yeah. yeah. and those are two of my top Two of the greatest guitarists yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Right now, yeah. yeah. 
metal guitarist. But so I think it was a slight change there. Um, and when I heard in stasis, that's when I realized I'm like, whoa, man, during these verses, I know John's riffing out, but I can't, I can like barely make out what he's doing. And at first I was kind of pissed and we had this conversation, but then I realized like you have to show off Andy a bit. He's too talented to keep in the background. He and can't I think just that's be why a band a like until I wake like that dude can yep. do it. Like yep. think about motionless and white. How often do you really hear every riff they're playing? Right. You don't. You, you hear, hear the Chris. Main, yeah. I don't even listen to you, them often, and I can speak to that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, I love and I love Motionless. If here's my thing: if you're not going to have the guitars in my face, you better have a hellacious vocalist behind you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Motionless does until I wake does yep. bad omens does. There's certain metal bands out there that have that insanely talented vocalist that you're able to kind of fill that gap for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's rare. And I guess my point on the whole mix thing, Tyler is like, so my favorite, I mean, obviously everybody that has listened to 30 you're, seconds you're probably of the show sick of us talking about them knows that Polaris is my favorite band and they have been for Jesus seven, eight years now. Has it been that? Uh, it's been a long time, bro. Holy um, shit. I mean, since they came out. Yeah. So. And the reason for that, one of the reasons, there's 50 million, and we're going to dive into some when we talk about their new song, but I hear everything at the same volume. Their production is insane. You can hear absolutely everything that's going on within that band. I don't know how they do it. They're In a clear-ass way. Fight me on it. Yep. There is no one on this planet that can make a piece of music like them where you hear every fucking note that everyone is playing crystal clear and at the exact same volume. Nothing gets washed out in any song. And in the new one, they added synth, and you hear every bit of it. We're going to dive into it here in a minute. Tyler, yeah, you raise your hand. I still think we need to talk so about this. We do, I, I yeah, would, absolutely. Not that we're going to fight, that's my thing on but the like, it's a, it's a genre thing. Fight. It's a genre thing because yeah. in other genres, I hear it all the time. Yeah. But because wait, I, I, I can I'll hear argue everything. I'll with you about hardcore because it just sounds like a big mushed up wall of sound. How do you hear the bass in a hardcore song? How do you hear every... So, I mean, that's where I'd argue with you because your favorite genre is hardcore metal, I think. I wouldn't say that's my favorite, but when it comes to like metal, that's, that's yeah. definitely my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Um, so it's like, what? how do you... How can you? What I hear from hardcore is, I I can hear everything. Sure. Do I hear the you bass that much? Ear. Do I hear the bass that much? No, but I also had to take fucking college classes where these motherfuckers would give you a piece of music and you had to pick out every detail of mm-hmm. that song, and all it took was you had to like close your eyes and focus on that one piece. And you had to follow like that that one guitar part. You got like two guitars, and it's like, nope, everything else is gone. I'm focused on this, and you listen to that the entire way through, and then you pick a different piece, and you keep doing that. So there, it was critical listening, things like that that you have to have when you're doing production and things like mm-hmm. that. But I hear it in in so many other styles of music where you can hear everything, and I think it's just a stylistic, a uh, kind of a genre thing. Yeah. And I think it's also what people want, you know, people since Metallica, you know, people yeah. want to hear guitar, bro. 
They want to hear that guitar riff. They turned people into riff riff head. Like yeah. Riffers, yeah. Just riffers. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about me yeah. and Preston's almost our, but, our backstory. Yeah. So, yeah. The other thing is, <clears throat> you think of, you know, w- one reason I would say Polaris does such a great job of being able to hear everyone. Hold it for the, is, the Polaris side. Fuck it. We're still on monuments, damn it. Fuck him. He already brought it up. He already brought it up. Fuck him. It's my fault. It's my fault. Well, I'll bring it back into monuments. And and listen, so we're Polaris, going to really delve into Polaris. Polaris, <laughs> grab your teeth. Has great tones. Oh, the best. Look, look, look. The biggest issue with metalcore and not being able to hear like the bass is because tone is because of tone. Mm-hmm. So okay. when you have this really big, girthy-ass mm-hmm. guitar tone... Where's the bass going to f- truly fit in? The bass doesn't have yep. its own space yep. anymore. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So That's if fair. you're looking at it's this just providing like punch. and this is your high spectrum, this yep. is your low spectrum... Your bass is only living Your bass is really shining down here... Yeah. And it's got a space somewhere in here where, like, the spank of yep. it's going to come through. Yep. Especially if you're on that low or that right. high, you know, yep. G-string or something. The, the the guitar should not be shining over here, but when you have all these chugs and yep. stuff eight like that. Seven-string. Seven, string. Yep. Yeah, seven eight yeah, strings. Yeah, this low-tuned yep. kind of shit. Yep. It, it's it's got to be coming it's through down here, too. something away from the bass. And so... The same thing happens with uh, like the kick drum and the bass. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes the the kick drum, if if not mixed well, can really get lost behind a bass guitar. Mm-hmm. If you're not setting its its own, giving each piece its own space. Yes. And so that just comes down to the production. Polaris has always had great production. Um, everything that I've listened to, even the early stuff when they. Yeah, they, uh, they dichotomy, really didn't the first album. Yeah, yeah, when they really didn't even have they were as not much with sharp tone, they weren't or yeah. resources or anything. So they've always had great production, but it started with having great tones and the band recognizing, hey, everyone needs their own space. And I see it a lot with local bands where the guitars will want to have this big girthy tone, all the gain, all the gain. The mids will be not quite turned up high, but they'll have the bass and the treble turned up real high, and it gives the bass nowhere to fit in because you got the kick drum slamming in the in the live setting. You have the guitars blaring, whole fucking spectrum, and no one's giving the bass its own space. And, and the same thing for vocals. Guitars can easily wash out vocals if not fucking Especially in a, produced in right. a melodic yeah, type of harmonic setting where they're playing in that, not even in necessarily the same key vocally versus guitar, but just in, I mean, close. If you're somewhere close and you have a certain uh, spectrum of sound between the guitar and the vocals that are even remotely similar yeah. and the volume is kind of in that same realm, yes, I have heard guitars wash out yep. vocals, which, let's be brutally honest, when it comes to music in general, the last thing that should ever get washed out is vocals. Mm-hmm. Right. Unless it's a purely instrumental song. Yep. And I feel like a lot of... And this is why <clears throat> I hate death metal. I hate death metal. I talked about it today. <laughs> I hate death metal. Like, what are you doing? 
What, what do you do? But anyways, I'm, I'm not going to dive down that rabbit hole. Sounds like my dog taking a shit, but exactly. barking at the dog so, across from it at I, the same time. So, so I think the point, and I don't want to speak for you, but I think the point you were leading to was that Monuments is one of those bands that does a great job of giving uh, a lot of people their, their space. Is that what you're... Yeah, so each, yeah. Oh, each yeah. instrument has its own space. And so some people like to think of <clears throat> music production and kind of sonic value i guess two-dimensionally where okay. it's like you have kind of where it is in the panning and what the volume is mm-hmm. yeah right so very two-dimensional and they forget the piece of the eq and things like that where it's like look you got there's in the middle thi- there's not just this there's normally this right normally you have like vocals kick snare maybe and bass all in the middle right everything else is out here so all this shit going on in the middle you really have to be able to eq it to where everything has its own space otherwise everything gets lost right here Mm -hmm. and then you can use things like reverb and maybe um a little bit of like aux channels to you know try to help spread out that that middle section but Dude, like, there's so many bands out there, and I hear it in a lot of, like, local band production where everything is right right here. It's as loud as it can possibly get, and it's in your face, and it's so muddy. Yep. Yep. Because of the volume. But it's like, look, man, send them fucking guitars out here. There's there's ways to make them fill in like this whole ass space here, this whole ass space here. It's like a checkerboard. And having yeah, and then having this fucking you know your overheads and stuff out here um instead you, you of having throw like some backup vocals out here instead of sides. having everything stacked <clears throat> on top of each other in one singular spot you spread it out across the board yeah right it's all in the front but it's all got its own literal like think of a checkerboard its own literal space right yeah. but then there's even even the depth standpoint where you can use things like reverb to set things back mm-hmm. here so you have like shit I up love in your reverb. face. He hates it. I love it. I don't hate it. You used to you, hate it. used well. Yeah. You can have shit where it's like all up here, and then maybe you want some layers that that you want to sound prominent, but you want them to feel like they're set back. They're here. set back there. Yep. And so you use things like reverb to set them back in the mix, so that they're they're not in your face, but they're still prominent. They're still you prominent, still and they yes. still cut through the mix. Right. But you use things to oh, like yeah. set them back Thrice here. Does some shit where you hear something oh, back here, man, it's... and it's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And you won't notice it the first time. And, Second time you listen, it's like, whoa. And I guess maybe that's, you know, when I complain about not being able to hear the guitars enough, that I said it earlier. That's probably why I love Make Them Suffer because the entire fucking song. Oh, you you hear every note that dude's hitting, that dude's riffing. You hear every fucking note, and he shreds. Yeah, and I love it, and I'm jealous, and I can hear every fucking note he's playing, and I'm just like, go listen to Contraband by Make Them Suffer with Courtney Courtney LaPlante from Spirit Box. It'll make you want to kill people, and you can hear every fucking note dude plays. So, did you have a point you wanted to make on monuments real quick? I I just I want to do a I want to do them (laughs) their. How, you want to do them? I, well, fuck them. Um, how do I want to word it? I just want to be able to close it out properly on monuments and not not feel as if we quickly like 
went over that single. And what I mean is simply, there's a direction that Monuments is going in that I'm here for. Oh, yeah. I'm completely okay with it. I don't have, like, any real complaints. Not like I'm going to sit here and say it sucks. It's just something that I think I need to listen to a few times to truly appreciate it. We have talked about it. Um, just like the in about to say that too. We've we, talked we, about we talked it about with bands, bands changing their sound. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is a more subtle change. Very subtle. Very um, subtle. It is yep. not. I don't know. I feel like when, I, when I've when i listened to old monuments and I listen to monuments It's subtle now, from in stasis. It's... Yes, from in stasis, it's a subtle change. Well, when, when you I wouldn't ch- say it's much of a change at all. Now, I, I, mm, I would. Excuse me. It may not be. From the be. majority of that album, I would say it's a subtle it, change. That, that album was ha, had a lot more heavy parts. Yeah. Now, here's my thing. Is Monuments going to make every song sound like this where the only real quote-unquote heavy part is the breakdown? No, they're not. They're a metalcore band. Technically, sorry, some dude that has a bunch of followers on Twitter corrected me and said, Technically, Monuments is a progressive metal man. Yeah. yeah. Kiss my fucking ass. Just because you can play guitar better than me. <laughs> Suck my fucking dick. But anyways, I don't even remember the dude's name. That's it's how irrelevant my, you are. We have more followers on TikTok shit, than you do. Kiss my ass. The shit that we talk about is just modern metal. Like, yeah, I'm sick is. of saying metalcore yeah. and this so, and that. It's modern metal, man. It is. So There's modern elements, but it's got these classical metalcore. Like, Crabcore. So, now, those two things are real things, okay? Because there was a whole ass stance and crap. <laughs> and the Boomer Corps guys are in their 50s now. So, um, But my thing with Monuments is that, you know, yes, I think it's a subtle change. But when we talk about bands changing their sound and turning them, turning us off to them, you, know, you talked about, I mean, Vince Sevenfold. Oh, yeah, God. You know, they, they change their sound from bad to worse. Yeah, Monuments yeah. is just kind of tweaking, I think. I don't really know that with Andy in the band, they're not doing anything major. From start to finish, yeah, there's been a pretty pretty sizable change in their structure and 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 kind of how they're putting music together. But at the heart, it is still the same style of music that they've always played. Yeah. John Brown is still fucking He's riffing. He's still riffing. Yep. Yep. It's just they have much better vocals now so they can show those off a the, little Yeah, more. they're showing Andy off. And I don't blame him at all. No, he's incredible. Yep. I mean, there are so few vocalists out there that can do what he can do. And that is the, the, the screams and singing at a very high level. They're few and far between. There's only a yep. handful, handful of them out there. There are so many bands out there. so hard to do, man. (laughs) But to have that pretty of a singing voice and still be able to hit those screams, like I said, they're... I think it's just, you you can kind of hear it. He's screaming more correctly. Yes. So it's not as harsh on the voice. And the other part of this that I think I'm starting to realize is, and I understand that monuments, and I don't want to compare monuments to Polaris because they are slightly different. They play roughly They're drastically different. But yes, yeah. but they also play roughly the same style, style of music. To me, Monuments vocally is a little more melodic than what Polaris is for yes. the most part. So I think the reason we're having this conversation, and this is going to probably bridge us in to the conversation about Polaris, is that Polaris just does it so damn fucking good that you can hear the guitars all throughout the mix, 
but the vocals are right there with you too that they just do it so good that it's like, well, why isn't Monuments doing this? Or why isn't, you know And you I mean? and I are always so unfair about that. So let's let's wrap this Monuments thing up and, real and quick. And I know, we're, yeah. Um, love them. I, I, I'm here for the, you said it, you said, uh, you know, you're here for the direction change. Yep. I'm here for it too. They're they're one of my top five favorite uh, metal bands right now. Yep. I, I mean, Me they too. have been for two or three years now because yep. um, I love the album that they put out before In Stasis with the yep. old vocalist. Even though yep. he wasn't as good as Andy, it was still a great album. Stygian Blue, St- Stygian Blue, Stygian, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that God, how you yeah. pronounce that? Awesome I can't up. read. So yeah, I, well, I went. Sing it. Should have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's rocking back and forth with the. You had to do the thing. You had to do the thing. I got the black shirt on. I just need to get sweaty. Scott Sapp does this shit. Yeah, he does. He fucking he opens up for that mouthful, bro. (laughs) So that's all. That's the only singing you're ever gonna get out of me. Is that that is my own prison? Right there was a monument's mouthful, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm here for it. I'm 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 all about them. Um, I I, I do really like the new single. I I'm just give me more. It's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, um, give me a makeshift harmony. Yeah. Any final thoughts on that before we move on? Y'all good? No, I, I enjoyed I it. I, like I said, I, I recognized the value of the, of the track when, uh, you know, when I first heard it. It was just, <clears throat> dude, it's really fucking hard to, to come in after the banger that Polaris Jesus released. Christ, and I can't wait and to talk gonna, about it. And we're going to dive right. in because it's time. Uh, dude, uh, I, listeners, regardless whether take this a deep is, breath. well, this is Patreon listeners, but and I right understand, now. yes, uh, yeah, other listeners, if and when this comes out to you as well, we haven't decided yet. We might drop this publicly just to give people a teaser for what they missed on Patreon, just for a one-time thing. It won't happen again. It'd be a one-time deal. Yep. But for anybody listening, we want to get person. more of you in here with us, and because yeah, you guys deserve to hear this shit too. Absolutely. So. But we don't work for free. <laughs> Jesus we, Christ. Listen, hey, when you have a valuable product, you don't do it for free. You don't do it for free. You don't for, do it for free. And we've had way yep. too many people tell us yep. that this is a valuable product. So some of it, very, yep. very little, 33% of it, that's literally what it is. It's 33% of this product. We're not doing it for free. So go ahead, Preston. I fucking lost my point. Well, you went off on a tangent and sent me So I said Polaris. Oh, the other, what I was going to tell the listeners is, I understand on this show, we mention them probably three times a show. We sound like giant dick writers, and I understand everybody. There's a reason for it, though. Yes. I understand everybody's musical palette is different. We all like different things. But hear us out and open your fucking ears because I promise you they're the best on the planet, and you're not going to tell me any different. If you're listening to this show... Especially this deep into a where you know however many episodes deep, and you're listening to bonus content. You listen to metalcore, you do yep. because ninety percent of the bands that we talk about are well, I would say maybe not ninety, but maybe seventy are metalcore bands. Okay, so you have a similar at least music palette to what we do, and I don't think Preston could have said it any better. You know, there is no one out there, in our opinion, at least me and Preston's opinion, that does it better in this space. And in regards to metalcore, probably Tyler's opinion as well. And he might argue with us on mods. I don't, 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. Maz would be the only one, though, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but there's no one out there that that's doing it like they do, and I mean that in the sense of the quality and the style, uniqueness, the mm-hmm. all of it. So let's talk about before we just dive full blown. <laughs> Don't into dive in because I'm going to take a piss. Okay, that's fine. So let's talk about Inhumane. Okay, the new single. Not yet. Um, <laughs> not yet. Well, I took a shit this morning, Tyler, since we can't talk about players. <laughs> Preston's got to take a piss. So I, I took a mean shit this morning. Oh, that, yeah, know, did just, you? But anyways. So, yeah, Inhumane. And, and again, I, I, I've i told you guys before that I love surprise releases. That's my favorite. Um, probably because it just, I mean, got it. This is the only kind of surprise I like. I don't like surprise birthday parties. I don't like surprises at work. I don't like surprises at home, whatever. Don't like surprise positive pregnancy tests. Well, I didn't until my little dude came along. But yes, no, didn't like. <laughs> did, yeah, no, was that's it good fair. Shit? Yeah, it was good shit. Yeah, yeah, dipshit just walked back in here. So, um, so I love surprise releases, and I was you know building up for the monuments thing. I was like, oh man. Fuck yeah, Monuments is dropping new shit. Let's go. Like, you know, I, I'd been jamming the Currents, the new Currents album for a while. And I, I was, I don't want to say I was over it, but it had been a couple weeks. I'm like, yeah, give me something else new to make them suffer stuff. I've been jamming it. it's been about a month. Has it been that long? Oh, it has been damn near a month. It's like May 5th, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been here about we are, a month. We're sitting here like June 1st, so yeah. Um, it had been a month. Um, so, and then out of nowhere, Sharptone tweets Polaris, and I knew, I knew something was coming. But I just thought... It was perfect timing. I just thought, uh, they're going to announce they've got some new shit coming out. No, no, no. They dropped that shit less than 48 hours later. And I'm like, I, I fucking hate how bands will be like, be on the lookout at 6 o'clock Thursday night. We got big news. And it's like, we're dropping a new single in six months. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, kill yourself. Yes, bro. Kill yourself. Like, right? nobody gave a fuck what you just Mm-mm. said, dude. No, Polaris is, Polaris is like, boom, new song. And I'm like, Polaris is like, like hey, something might be coming. Boom. Boom. That's what I want. New song and new album coming in three months. I'm I'm so glad we're talking about this because before it was, if I'm not mistaken, even with Polaris and other bands, it was, you know, you would find out when they're releasing a new single and it's like either a week from that day or two weeks from that day. That's what they had always done before. Yep. Right? Uh, Yeah. No. This caught me completely off guard. Oh, dude, it was a full-blown surprise. Because not only did they release it fucking two days later... They released, it wasn't a single that showed up on a- Apple Music. No, it was the, the album. album. They'd never mm-hmm. done that before. Nope. Nope. And we knew from a post, probably, was it six months ago that you had sent that they were back in the studio? I or sent something? you a post. Uh, Maybe like eight it, months it was probably, ago. It was probably six months ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember because, dude, it was like right after Walker, my, my, my kid was born. Um, okay. And, okay. And, and I was like, oh, damn, that's awesome. I mean, you know, my kid's cool and all, but like new Polaris. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Babe, look. She's like, what the fuck? We have a two week old. I have a kid sucking on my nipple right yeah, exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm screaming. And I'm yeah, like, but like, yeah, but like new Polaris. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so yeah. we knew something was coming, but they didn't hint at when. Nothing. It was just a, sc- it was just a picture of them in the studio. Like yep. it, it was a picture on their Instagram and of it, the they studio. Just, well, they, I think they had said an update of just, 
not just so you know, but something about them because being in the studio and they're writing. I mean, just so everybody knows, the winter months here is summer in Australia. They were touring hard oh, during winter. Yeah, duh. Um, yep. So they were recording, obviously, last fall. Mm. And then wintertime start touring hard. So that, and mean, now they're touring, or uh, this spring they were touring in um, the UK, I think, or was in, it? in Europe, I think. And they just announced a fucking tour with Currents. Like, what? <laughs> in Australia. So, just uh, in Australia. We're, we're, we're all going to die. I, apparently, we're going to Australia, is what. So, Wait, go ahead. That Wait, makes, me, talk that makes me yet. think of, <laughs> you know, music marketing in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like everyone has this this idea that you have to constantly be in your in your customers or your fan base's face. Mm-hmm. But it's like look, if you're fucking good, you don't exactly people are going good to be point. looking out for it. Good point, dude. Like, well, yes, you need to stay relevant. Yes, you need to ride the momentum fucking mountain train. Whatever. We want to have right. an idea of you, what's you, going on. You have to, to give the people something yeah. to keep, you know. Look, hope is a is the most powerful fucking. On the planet. Yep. F- you know, yep. concept on, on, on the planet. And when people have hope and you put just a little something like a picture of them in the studio Everyone knows what the fuck that means, and we're all very hopeful of what's about to come. And then you don't need to to market this bitch for six months before you drop something. No, you don't need to drop six fucking singles off the album to get people interested in in the album. You don't have to do this shit. I don't if the product's good. Kyler's got something to say. I I don't want him to lose it. No, I I don't want to veer off Polaris too far here, but you bring up a fantastic point. Bless the Fall disappeared like three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. They literally tweeted BRB and then (laughs) no shit. Nothing for like four years. Not shit. Three or four years. Something like that. I could be wrong on the timeline, but it was several years. Nothing. No tours, no new music, no nothing. Everybody's like, well, they broke up. That's it. They're done. And then, like, two and a half weeks ago, there was a rumor going around. Somebody had, had seen something on a Discord or something that was a, an album art or, a, a, like, a cover that said, Bless the Fall, Wake the Dead. And then it blew up on Twitter, like, oh, my God, they're they're back. They're They're coming back. A day fucking later. They're like, oh, we're back. Here's a new song, and it's a fucking rager. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these dudes disappeared for four years, completely disappeared. Yep. And again, this is probably not a band that you guys go crazy about. I was really, really big into them when they were. I actually, I actually went back and listened to some of them because they'll they'll pop up in shuffle yeah. once in a while, and I'll I'll add some of their stuff. And I was just looking for something different to listen to. So while I was in the gym, I listened to one of their albums. And I forget what it was. It, I want to I want to say it had like a white and maybe pink. Oh, the newest cover. one. Yeah, that, it's like a neon pink. I can't remember what it's called, but fucking. It was more poppy, but god damn was it good. The album before right, that, it, it reminded <laughs> It reminded me of some of this stuff like Monuments and mm-hmm. um, Bad Omens, Bad Omens. And, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like... Okay, I can dig this, and I was sleep. about to start into some of their older albums because that's where some of the stuff yeah. I'd added came from. It was like dark and uh, blue, 
So, so they're uh, step out for a second. Go ahead. So their their last Ooh. album, um, their last album was uh, the I can't remember what it was called. That like Tyler said, it was like a white brick wall had like a pink neon thing on it or whatever. I can't remember what it's called. God damn, look that up for me. Jamie, pull. It. We're going to turn you into Jamie oh, from the sorry, Joe Rogan podcast. So, and then the album before that was Hollow Bodies, which was like straight up heavy ass fucking metalcore. Oh, hard feelings. Hard feelings. That's yeah, it. yeah. Because they had the one really cool song, "Wishful Sinking." I remember it had a cool ass riff. Yeah, and Hollow Bodies yeah. might not have been the album direct. Excuse me, directly before that, but it might have been no. Like, to those left behind. Was oh, that's before like, that. fuck. Yeah. So yeah. they put out several albums that were absolutely insane, and I loved. And then they straight up disappeared out of nowhere. And Tyler, you know, talks about hope, right? Yeah. Well, when they fall off the face of the earth, everybody's like, well, damn, they're just gone. And then they drop this fucking, like, song out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden they blew up again. They're all over. Mm-hmm. They're all over social media. Everybody's tweeting about this song, talking about this song, listening to this song. And it's like, here's a band that was incredibly popular that literally fell off the face of the earth. And out of nowhere, bringing in a random ass guitar. We got another guitar in the beat lab. That's nothing new. Guitar delivery. So Tyler brought my Fender back. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. Our Fender back. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a joint, it's a group Fender. Um, (laughs) Yeah, mine's coming home with me. But (laughs) um, so it's a great point. You know, you talk about hope. And, you know, we don't have to have uh, the, the constant. Oh, be on the lookout for this. Be it. No, you could just drop it, drop a hint a day before you drop something. And or that's maybe what, not even a week is okay. Yeah. And Polaris did it in two days. And well, then, what it is, man, is part of it's record labels. Part of it is just the business in general, uh, but they get, they get so wrapped up in the numbers. Yeah. And that's kind of like, you know, I've, I've talked business. to you about this podcast. Don't worry about the numbers. I knew if, you were going to go we, there. If we build it, they will come. And it's like. If you build look, it, I will come. Oh, baby. But like, <laughs> look, man. You, I'm going to come. The, <laughs> these, I'm gonna. these bands, these labels, whoever it is, what they want to see is the day of release, a huge fucking uptick in listens. And they want to see a huge uptick in listens of this, this whatever it is they drop, whether yep. it's a single or an album. And they also want to see what it does. For past stuff. And they want to see those things mm-hmm. increase. Because what we know is Polaris dropped this new new single. I don't know about you guys, but I fucking went and listened to Mortal Coil. I did too. Yep. <laughs> I went, went and listened to ass, I did. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And so they're looking for numbers like that. Yep. Dude, but I, there were so many people. They didn't need to, to do this whole like huge build up no. to this single. <laughs> and oftentimes when bands do that. It's a fucking letdown. It flops. Because you build so much hype around this thing, and and you expect it to be amazing. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard. It's so hard to live up to that. McDonald's does not have to hype up the McRib when it comes back. (laughs) They just just got to... McRib's back, baby. (laughs) Yeah, that's all they got to do. And my fat ass goes again. (laughs) I'm kidding. The McRib's fucking disgusting. McDonald's is disgusting. But that's besides the point. McDonald's is poison, people. Yeah, eat Taco Bell instead. Oh. I don't know that that's any better on the... The poison no, aspect. So, However, but dude, it's, what it's I will a ask. Fucking fantastic point. Yeah. I don't want to cut you off. No, you're I mean, good. You're good. It's, 
it I is, thought we were near if, the end. If your product is fucking great, you do not need to hype it up for six months. You can hit us with it in a week or three days or but whatever, and we're going to go and, like you said, think, it made you go back it. and listen to the Mortal Coil. Think about it for a second. If if Polaris spent three weeks hyping up this song before they released it, do you think you would have enjoyed it as much? No. Because for three weeks, they would have been hyping it up as being this great fucking single, yep. this Look great at Asking fucking Alexandria. song. They and were like, oh, it's uh, going to be everything you ever dreamed of. Mm-hmm. And then we would have listened to it and been like, Syntho? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Look at Asking Alexandria. Then, like, they hyped up a song for two or three weeks. Like it's, We're going heavy again. It's going to be so fucking heavy. They share the same five seconds from the song, and then you listen to it, and it's a fucking rock song, and you're like, what the fuck is this piece of shit? <laughs> and it's not that it was a bad song. It's just that you thought yes, it was going it's to be It's a really good heavier. song, yeah. actually. I've listened yeah. to it several times, but it's yep. not what they yep. hyped it up to be. And Tyler mm-hmm. and I covered that on the bonus content episode we did without you. Yeah. Just poor marketing. Yeah. Right. All right. So, so anyway, Polaris. So before we before we dive into Polaris, okay. Tyler, I would like for you to shout that fucking bourbon out because that's oh, dude. Bomb. Because the guys, let's. I know. I know. The bottle. My guy Jake. I don't know if you're a bourbon listener or not, but we can show this to the camera because. Hey, speaking of that, I could go for a refill. Um, as you guys know, I mean, obviously, all we for the most part we talk about music, music business, all that. Um, but we are a little bit of a bourbon connoisseurs, all three of us here. We have a little bit of a collection between the three of us. We always bring something over, um, and, and sip a little something while we're recording. And Tyler picked up something new in Kentucky, right? Yeah. So I was, uh, I, I had an appointment down there and it was like three houses down from this liquor store in yeah. Kentucky. And I stopped in there just to, just to browse. I had a ton of time to kill. I talked to the guys that, that worked in there, and I was like, you know, I'm, this is kind of what I'm into. You know, you got any recommendations? And I ended up picking up a couple bottles of wine. Um, yes, I like wine. I like a good Fuck wine. You. Don't, don't. Yeah, it's um, all good. But anyway, I picked up a couple bottles of wine, and then I, I was looking at the, the bourbon, and what I was initially going to do was just kind of go to something I, I'm familiar with. So I'm a big fan of the Angel's Envy Rye, and uh-huh. they had a bottle of that for like $30 less than what it normally goes for. So I was going to pick up a bottle of that, and I was like, man, I kind of want to try something new. So I'm looking at this huge wall of bourbon, and I'm like, but like, what do I pick? And I wasn't seeing much that was like these big names, these big sought out um you know, bottles, but I was like, something's going to catch my eye if I stare at this wall long enough. Mm-hmm. And I seen, I seen a bottle said heaven's door. And what kind of caught my attention was each bottle had its own proof label. So, because this is cast strength, cast, cask strength, single barrel. This is right. not regular run of the mill heaven's door. Right. That is a single barrel. So each barrel is going to have its own fucking thing going on. Yeah, this and is hand selected. That uh, that ended up catching my eye. It, it wasn't a extremely expensive bottle. I think it was like fifty bucks, and the branding looked looked good. Oh, gorgeous and textured bottle. Yeah, I mean, it, and the color of it. Right. Oh my God, so it's I, gorgeous. I I look at the color of it too. because if it's if it's too dark. So like the Woodford Reserve uh, double double oak, mm-hmm. it's very dark. It's very dark. I'm not a huge fan of it. 
Um, I've, I've been, I've been more, I've realized that I'm more of a fan of these lighter colored bourbons. Mm -hmm. Some about them, they, they end up being more smooth and that seemed to be like, Um, that seemed to be like in the middle. And I was like, okay, I I can dig that. And then I seen the 120 proof and I was like, (laughs) I'm about Uh, that light. Try 121.9. Yeah. So it's a lot. Yeah. So (laughs) you can see there is not much. If you're watching, watching this on YouTube or watching this on video, whichever, uh, there is not much left because we have been drinking this one nonstop every time we record. Well, this is only the second session we've drank on this. Yeah. Okay. So we're alcoholics. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a problem. We have a problem. Don't tell our wives except Tyler because he doesn't have one anymore. Damn, bro. (laughs) Sheesh. You got me. You don't need a damn wife. But no, if if and, and Derek, I know you're listening. This one right here, buddy. Heaven's yeah. door. This is single barrel. This is actually selected by Gallenstein. Um, must have been the blender uh, or the 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 selector's name. It, it, it's similar to when you go and buy a store pick of a bourbon, right? So I have a Clyde May store pick from that I got in Indy. Um, I actually got okay. it in uh, uh, where did I get that? I want to say it was Indianapolis. Um, anytime I can buy a store pick of a bourbon that I like, it's always going to be better because it's literally hand selected from a certain barrel that 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 vendor or that taster or whichever master blender master brewer tastes that and goes, "Yep, that one I want. That one in a bottle to be a store pick or a master pick or something like that." That's what this is, and that I mean you. I, my dad has a $50,000 bourbon collection that he literally has insurance on because it's worth so much, and Jesus. he doesn't have this. That dude has thousands of bottles of bourbon. I sent him a picture of this one. He's like, yeah, I don't have that one. I'm like, Tyler, you got a fucking good one, but If my yep. dad don't have it, then that's yep. a good one. So shout out Heaven's Door. You guys make a fucking kick-ass bourbon, and I will be in Indiana here in the next couple weeks. And Indiana's about like Kentucky when it comes to bourbon. It's right. really fucking good. I will be looking for this one myself, so. Shout out Heaven's Door. I can probably pick up a bottle for you. I think that was a good break in between. It was. Each if if you do, I will I will gladly pay you for said bottle because I would love to have that in my collection. My next one that I'm bringing over, I think you'll really like. It's going to be a surprise, but I got I got one in the pocket that I'm bringing over. Okay. Uh, it's gonna okay. Surprise so, me. I will. It will be a good one. <sighs> Deep breath. Inhuman. Inhumane. Players mm. is fucking awesome. I. Where do we start with it? Um, we we just start with Polaris is awesome. Polaris is awesome. Look, I when I first Tyler, started hanging go, out with these I'm dudes, gonna, I'm going to refill. Yeah. So when I first started hanging out with these dudes, with this one of the first one, one of the things That's I fine. heard the most. The what I, one one of the things I heard the most was I would be sending shit in the group chat, and it would be if it's not Polaris, it's dog shit. Yep. <laughs> so I knew right away that. Polaris was was huge to you guys, and Polaris is not one of those bands that had to grow on me, right? So there was a few bands that Mm -hmm. you guys have shown me that had to grow on me, like Era. Yep. Era took some time to grow on me. Um, Periphery actually took a little bit of time. Same as me. Um, You know, there's there's a few of these bands Mm -hmm. that, that definitely took a little while, but Polaris was different, and it was close enough to some of the metal I had already listened to. Um, From us or just in general? 
just in general. Your titty just flexed. Did you yeah. do that on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, great tits. Great tits, bro. No nipple. Have an ass, bitch. <laughs> I got sorry, that opposite my, problem. My, I, got, I got a lot of nipple. <laughs> Too much nipple. <laughs> I'm sorry. Players are similar to some of the metal bands you've been listening to. Yeah, so, you know, I was into kind of the hardcore. I was into, um, I'd already listened to some metalcore. But, um, sorry, I'm hearing weird noises from over there. I think there might be something living in the garage that I don't know about. But anyway. We'll name him. Yeah. George. <laughs> yes. We're going to fucking kill George. The third. But um, <clears throat> I think one of the things that really drew me to Polaris was there. Jamie is the name. Yep. Jamie. Okay. Yep. Bad with names. No, you're good. Um, His screams are so much like what I hear in yep. hardcore. Yep. And. I fucking love that because so much of metalcore is the same Main scream between yeah, bands yep. throughout the entire song, they throughout the entire scream. album. It's not that they scream to scream, it's they're screaming the correct way and they're doing that that one yep. that one pitch scream. from Era. Yep. Man. We shit on him. Hey, sorry about that, folks. We had a bit of a technical difficulty. Um, so, you know... I, I get the um, all the screams sound the same, and and Jamie just does such a fantastic job of being the opposite of that. And you know, I I haven't um, I had the opportunity, but had something come up, couldn't make it. You guys have seen them live, so I, I I'm sure that the energy is just the same live as it is on a record. So to put it into perspective, and I know we kind of want to talk about the song, but I think this is a good job of prefacing things about Polaris before we talk about it. We're setting expectations. Yeah, so we seen Polaris with Ryan, their lead guitarist, was not there, and they had a fill-in, but Rick, Dan, Jake, and Jamie were there. We seen them at the Foundry in a suburb of Cleveland, which it was a shitty shotgun-style venue, um, and when I say shitty, it was a cool spot, but sonically wasn't great. <laughs> sonically, it wasn't great. It was okay. the 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 room was was shaped weird. Like the whole space was was kind of awkward. Dude, it was like fifteen because, foot wide. Well, it was more than fifteen foot wide, but it like, felt like it. It was it was pretty narrow, and then you had the stage kind of off to the left. So it wasn't centered in That's the space, right. yep. which would have probably helped with the awkwardness of the space. Hold on. So we talk about all these negatives about this venue, right? Not the greatest. Not horrible. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And Our they were witch, fucking bro. incredible. Dude, Jamie sounded great. exactly like Jamie. I mean exactly like Jamie. So I don't want to shift this too far, but Tyler and I are going to see Moths in July, and I feel like Chris from Moths is another one of those vocalists that incorporates so much of the the hardcore type 
I'm not screaming just to fucking scream. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm releasing some motherfucking demons. And you guys have seen them live a few times, so I feel like they're very comparable. Yeah, I and mean, that's probably I Tyler, still... why you love both moths and Polaris. I love I love the screams from moths. Um, would I say it's as closely related to like hardcore as Jamie? No, no, no. but. You feel it, man. Yeah, yep. Yep. You feel it when he's screaming. And and I think that's kind of what's missing from some of, you know, the bands that we talk about yeah. and, yep. and metalcore and stuff is is that lack of, of like emotion that that you feel from the music. I mean, look, you, the song itself is gonna invoke emotion in some way, shape or form, but like, bro, I wanna I wanna feel your pain. Yes. Yes. Yes, and and that's kind of fucked your... up to say, you know, they're they're making money for spilling their guts, you know, for everyone to see. But it's at like, least they're well compensated. For but it. it's like, look, <laughs> man, think. if you're going to make we a song, really if you're going to make a song that's that is intended to be um, thought provoking, invoking emotion, things like that, motherfucker, I need to feel, I need to feel you feeling the shit. Yes, yep. Yep. let me be in that room with you. Yeah, and and when when. I hear a song from Moz or I hear a song from Polaris. I fucking feel that they're 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 going through it, man. Yes, sir. I I feel what what they they are feeling in that moment. And I tell you, as someone that's doing screams and stuff, I've had a hard time with with my screams lately, and part of it is just I've I've had a hard time putting myself in this particular mind space mind mind space mindset mindset. Mm-hmm that I kind of need to be able to deliver the, the screams that I want to deliver. You do a great job of it live though. But it's like, e- even in practice and stuff, I've had a really hard time getting myself in that, in that mental space where it's like, okay, I'm really ready to let this emotion go. I'm fully enveloped in, in this emotional, like fucking cocoon that mm-hmm. that i need to be in yeah to to open up and be this butterfly you know what i'm saying i definitely see but, what you mean because there's some days sean comes in here and you can tell when he wants to sing man yeah you can like you he'll can, come in here and like the first three songs i can tell you right now sunday that motherfucker wanted to scream yeah like the other day when we had straight practice, up i was like when it, you guys did uh and it comes out of nowhere the one song that i don't care for the guitar part in mm-hmm. but the vocals and that i mean i'm like oh sean wants to fucking release some demons yeah. today. The, new, the newer one that's right newer one. yeah yep. i mean i'm like yep that sounds in fucking incredible the, yep. i mean he was just he was just mad that it that just felt yell mad. that that Oh, yep. I can't even describe what Sean does, but he did it. He did it to an elite yep. tier that day on Sunday, and I was like, "He's in that mindset." But when he was singing, it was really soft, and you couldn't hardly hear it. But when it came to that part where he was screaming, yep. I'm like, "That's what he wants to do today." Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really have to be feeling it yourself to be able to release it the way it needs to be released. And I think that's in in part, I feel like screaming the correct way, quote unquote is almost like a cop-out. It's almost cheating. And I don't say that to be derogative no. in any way. But it's, it's a like, fail-safe. You, like, you can practice that. You can, you can be well-rehearsed at that, and you can, you can deliver it the same way every time. Era. JT yep. Cavi. Yep. But what Jamie does, 
Mm. It's dude. I feel every fucking. I am sure that dude is headbanging a fucking wall before yes. he walks out. On Bro, stage. and the coolest thing, if you watch their music videos, his eyes, like his eyes, and maybe you guys don't realize it, but if you watch their music videos <clears> when he screams, his eyes are fucking giant. And he's like, just he's playing along. He's just doing. He's just mouthing fool. to a recording. Yep. In that. Yep. Imagine it yep. live. You know, didn't have to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So inhumane. So they come out of fucking nowhere, like Nick Castellanos, way into left field, with an absolute fucking banger. And the best way that I could describe it is what the the first listen I was like, this is so different, but this is fucking this hilarious. Is hilarious. Yep. Like it was just, yep, it was so different than anything that they'd done before. But it was Polaris. Like they had all of the, it had Inhumane has all of what I want and expect in a Polaris song and more. And then they throw the synth in there, and I'm like, I don't even like synth that much unless you're make them suffer because they do it at an elite level. And then Polaris throws it in there, and I'm like, what the, f- what is happening to me? Yep. And so they, you know, it starts. I mean, the, first off. That bass tone. Jake's bass tone <laughs> is fucking bonkers. Yep. And it's when when a song starts off with a bass riff like that, I know immediately that it's going to be an absolute fucking banger. The fucking new Stellar Circuit song, Witch House, starts mm-hmm. off with a bass line like they that. They released like, another one. They did. It's really good, too. That, uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, you need to listen. I'm excited for that album. But anyways, when you start off with a fucking bass riff like that that has that kind of tone... Especially when you're Polaris and you're Jake from Polaris and you're playing a five string and you're literally playing everything that Ryan and Rick are playing. Yep. I know what's coming, but I didn't know what was coming. Because when, it, no when it dropped and I'm like. It was like this just vibey it, bass riff. The, it was. And then they dropped. Bow, 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 bow. I mean, yeah. I'm just like those bends and the tone. Nobody makes a fucking seven sound that crisp Nobody. and tight. Nobody. Yep. And well, I think, Tyler, you talked about it earlier in the show. Is their tone is just immaculate? It's absolutely immaculate. Go ahead. What's your point? I, I was just going to say, you know, with with Preston recently getting a seven string, we he kind of looked into the tuning and stuff they they use. It's mm-hmm. a unique t- Preston. It's, ba- you touch it's on based that? in C sharp. Yeah, it's based out of C sharp. So, Which, the, so the it's not like it's a super low. Right. My all time favorite tuning. I call it God's tuning. Is C sharp. So whatever. Well, <laughs> I will say that I think this song might be a half step lower. So I think this it's song. C. Maybe out of C on the top six string. It sounds like it. And the the top string is a G instead of a G sharp. Um, well, it's like, dude, you don't need to go super low no, to be heavy. Not. And no, I've been bitching. Heavy as fuck. I've been bitching about this for how many episodes now? I, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, I'm dude, so you bitching about are... it for like a year yeah. and a half. Dude, I'm so these... sick of hearing ball, ball, ball. You I mean, it I mean? just sounds like a it sounds like a bass guitar. Let the I, bass guitar carry yeah. that ball. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You don't need two. You don't need three guitars. No, You don't need three guitars carrying that same note. That's like Silent Planet came out with that that yes. latest album, that uh, yep. most yep. recent album, and it it was. It I was not afraid tickle Invent, my fancy. No. Dude. I was afraid Invent was going to do that with their new record because they've kind of done some of that yep. shit yep. in the past. Alpha Wolf has too, but their yep. new album doesn't. But so go ahead. No, so. Uh, 
They're what, so what fucking the awesome. They make a, before a the tone point. Tuning. What was the point you had made? Or maybe it was you. I made a lot of great and points. I had something. I, I always make fantastic. Oh, points. so I never miss where ever <laughs> where I knew where I knew it's this song was different. And I understand it started off with a bass riff, which is different for Polaris, right? Yes. But where I knew this song is different is when the vocals were introduced. Jamie's like kind of vibing. And like doing this like piece in the, in the background, yeah, it's very. And I, I'm yeah. like trying to hear Jamie when I'm listening. I'm like, wait a second. And then he he builds then it up. They build like, it up, and Jake starts screaming. Wow! Ah, while Jamie's and then, rapping, and then Jamie does the rap part, and I'm like, holy shit! And rap screams. Go, go listen to the last Landmarks album. Yep. Rap screams really and yep. screaming evidence. Yep. We do Sean a bit. on uh, um, the mom song. The mom song. Yep. Yep. Rap screams, bro. They they hit different, and Jamie like it's just this big build up. And the thing about Polaris is they rarely ever play the same riff twice, the exact same way ever. And if if and they do, chorus, it's the best fucking riff you ever heard. And a chorus doesn't sound like they don't do the whole verse chorus verse chorus. I mean, no, they don't. It's nope. this big spaced out. Everything's different, but they put it all together, and it meshes so well. And Inhumane is the perfect example for that, where the whole song I'm listening to, Preston, you've talked about this so many times on the show. Yeah. I don't, I want to be surprised. I, I don't want to know what's coming next. I've heard verse, chorus, verse, chorus, breakdown, blah, 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 yep. so many times. This song, Inhumane, the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like, what the, f the f especially the first time, I'm like, what's next? What's next? I have no clue what's coming. I have no clue what's coming. It's just this big onslaught of surprise release, surprise, surprise throughout the entire song. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah, it's just I, I I'm trying to find the words to describe it. Is it their greatest song ever? No. But it's fucking legit. Is but it, it didn't miss. It no. It's a they don't. It's an they elite. do not. They don't miss. The, you find me one I will go to fucking war and die on yes. this hill. You find me one bad Polaris song. Yep. I dare you. Yep. Go listen to their whole discography, all the EPs, the first album. All of it. All you right, find so, me one bad song. Hold on, hold you on. can't. Are you saying a bad Polaris song in relation to their other songs or a bad No, just a Polaris song you don't song. like. A song you don't like. A song you don't like. Yeah, that doesn't exist. It doesn't. There's a difference between a bad Polaris song <laughs> and a bad song. Yes. Right. Okay. Because so that's what I was getting at. The worst like, Polaris there, there might song, be a song or two. The worst in there Polaris like, song is a great Alpha Wolf song. Right. And yeah. that's what I was getting at, because yeah. like fight me, Polaris on. versus Polaris, you, there there might be some yeah for sure. There might be some discrepancies no one's ever asked there, me what's but... your least favorite Polaris song because boy, I'd really have to fucking think. I'd be yeah. like, well, they, what's uh... one that I've maybe heard too many times that I don't want to go listen to again? But you know how many times I've heard consume yeah, hey, uh, Kyler, I, yeah. What's your least favorite Polaris song? No, we ain't, we ain't diving into that phone. right now. No, I'm I, curious. I got I'm some curious. points before you I forget You make some them. points. Give me your phone. So the other part, and I think Tyler will appreciate this, and I hope that you have realized this when you listen to it. Um, when I heard this song, oops, when I heard this song, especially during the verses, I got new metal vibes. Did you notice that? With the rap parts and the not as, not that new metal's not structured, because I know it is, 
but something about it, and I don't know how to explain it, but I got new metal vibes. Go ahead. I know the it. song. My least favorite Polaris song, you're going to fucking hate this. It's we, just because I've heard it Crooked so... Crooked Path? No, no. Oh, okay. It's just because I've heard it so many times because it was a single. Masochist. Okay, yeah. Um, love I can, it. I, I can feel that. I figured I can, you'd pull something off that. of Dichotomy. No, di- no, because Dichotomy is something that I revisit once every couple weeks. I'm like... Argh. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Masochist because... The music video that it's, it's yeah. one that they per, has they been. Did I didn't they. I didn't think it was their best song. No, it's um, a good song though. I will tell you what though. Pray for rain. Forget is about a it. Goddamn masterpiece. Before we get into all that, we got a fucking masterpiece. We got to keep talking. I ain't about forgetting about it. Don't tell me to we do gotta that. We got to talk about Inhumane, bro. No, fuck that. We're talking about Polaris. Polaris <laughs> is amazing. No, so. It would I be got new, just yeah. Because. So look, new metal vibes, and I and I got that through kind of. There were some more vocal the, pieces, more the bass, and, and there were some bass when they pieces, were doing kind yep. of the the rap screams. Look, a lot of that and the buildups, like where Jamie from goes from singing or talking metal. to screaming, like Corey Taylor. Yep. And there was like there were what was cool about this. There were elements to me where it was like, uh, how do I want to describe it? Very carefully. Mm, very carefully. Don't choke on your carefully. water. I'll give you something to choke on if you want to choke. Just kidding. It ain't that big. I think you. <laughs> I think you. You put it in a good perspective. Of it was everything I wanted out of Pol- of a Polaris song. Without but there were repetitive? elements that we haven't heard oh, before. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, and, and it yeah. was simple. There was. There's been synth in Polaris music before. Yeah. But not as heavy like it was in this song. Especially in the verse. Well, it's like they and, brought something fresh and they'd done it well. Yeah, like, I'm I'm kind of sick of hearing synth. Like, <clears throat> this full-on synth added to metal. Like laser sound synth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Northlane did their thing with fucking, it. Oh, um, God. Fucking Northlane. 80s, uh, I, I like Northlane. synth style shit thrown into but music. But then, like, I hey, think about... you be careful with 80s synth. I like Ian oh, Sin, yeah. okay? <laughs> oh, shit. I think about this song, and I have one song I want to compare it to. It. I have one song I want to compare it to, and I can't think of the second, but I feel like it's in between the two. And I feel like it's a mix of Hypermania and maybe... Let me think. Mm, a mix of Hypermania. What's what's a song? Now, wait a minute. How are you getting Hypermania from that? Because Hypermania Just is way faster. Hypermania is faster, but when Hypermania came out, it was different for Polaris okay, at the same fair. time. It, Hypermania was it completely was different. different from the it Mortal Coil, and it was the first single from... Um, Masochist was the first. So then it was the second single from then, the Death Then Hypermania, then um, Landmine. Oh, yeah, Landmine. I forgot. That's another thing. Polaris is not one of those bands that, like, we're going to release half the fucking album as singles. Oh, that's, that's the other song, and I, I know that maybe at first you'll be like, what do you mean? I think it was kind of a mix of Hypermania and Landmine. Ooh, Landmine's kind of an onslaught the whole time. Yeah, Landmine's kind of an onslaught the whole time, but there were elements of Dude, Landmine in this word, song. That word is Polaris. It's an onslaught. Yeah, it is, dude. Because is. even Martyr yep. starts off nice and slow. And then... Sonder. Ugh. Saunders just a build up. 
Sonder is oh. enti- the entire song is this gigantic buildup, and then and, it just goes hard as fuck. I yeah, I could talk about these guys for well, we we can. I mean, man. we could talk about them for hours. And and here's the thing. Yes, I understand we're probably biased, but listen, these guys have flown under the radar for the. I mean, I'm not so much anymore. I'm sick of it. They're not, still not on the level of what they should be. No, they're they're dude. Listen, they should bands, be, they should be get, as big as ABR right now, and I know they haven't been doing it as long. Well, listen, ABR is backing them up now. Polaris is headlining tours with ABR as a supporting act. So they're getting there. So they're getting. Hold there. on, ABR. August, August Burns, Burns Red. Red. Sorry, okay. you don't like acronyms. But you know how August Burns Red seemed like they just blew up. Well, and every on show I've of... seen them, they're the headliner. ABR, right? Yeah, um, and they put on a hellacious show. Look, um, I think Polaris is getting the recognition they deserve. They are Do I think it it has been a slow process? Yes. But anytime I run into anybody that listens to metalcore, everybody knows who they are. Yeah. Is it everyone's favorite flavor no. of metalcore? No. What, what because, I mean? But, do you think that's because of the hardcore vibes? I think it's a couple things. I think okay. one, it's the hardcore vibes. Two, I think it it, it comes back to what I, I have repeatedly said about pop music and what people I get that yeah. people expect. Yep, Polaris doesn't it's not just that. do the exact same thing over and over. They are the opposite of I think core. they are extremely creative in the riffs that they write. I think they are extremely creative in the way they put song those riffs together in mm-hmm. the songs. I think they are. Lyrically creative, I their their bass player ain't no bitch. Uh, I mean, no. he plays with a pick, and I normally got something to say about that. But like the shit he, they're doing, the shit they they're, they're doing, you, you can't really finger pick that. you really can't finger pick it. And as he sings. clean as he is playing, and it while sings. singing, yeah. And as a bass player that sings, also it 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 is so much harder for me to sing and play on the bass than it is guitar because. It's not, it's course, not, there's a rhythm. it's not yeah, two yeah. digits that I'm worried about. It's, it's now I'm, I'm really thinking ten. about, I mean, eight, right? Well, it's not, it's not like two hands. I'm thinking about like I am with a guitar, right? With the bass, I'm thinking of one hand and, and then two digits, digit, yeah. you know, two to three, three digits, digits, depending yeah. on the song. I never use my pinky. I was going to say, yeah, that's. God, I'm trying to do it now. Could you imagine kinda, picking with your pinky? It's kind of yeah. tough. I mean, I can three, I can do three, like three. a quadruplet kind of thing real brum, quick once brum. in a while. Okay, Cliff Burton. But um, it's really fucking hard to do. But there's only one to, Cliff Burton trying to right? do trying to do this doing. shit with with the two fingers while you're picking out the the stuff and you're trying to sing. And oftentimes, what you're singing isn't going along with the rhythm that you're playing. And I can tell by Polaris's shit what he's singing and what he's playing. Do not fucking mix well. Mm-hmm. So kudos to that dude. Well, and that's where the reason I say this is because you go to a metal show and somebody tells you their favorite band is Fit for a King or Amity. And, and I understand you're going to say, well, it's because of the pop elements and it's because it's predictable and that's what people like. But it's like, you're telling me you list, you would listen to Fit for a King or... Name me some other bands. Na- I don't I mean, know. We wouldn't. Memphis Mayfire. You, Memphis I mean, we, Mayfire. We wouldn't. Right? No. But no. The, the average general populace, dude, the I'm average you, it's listener people that would. don't play instruments. 
But it's like you like metal music, bro. This is an onslaught of fucking metal, man. But th- that's my thing is, is <sighs> I'm sorry, and this is going to come off really, I, I, sometimes we like to be controversial on this show, and I'm going to get controversial. Oh shit! We're gonna piss them. That's fine. I, I, it's fine. I don't care. We're Hurt not some feelings. We're dog. not. We're not the average podcast. If you don't fucking play an instrument at all, you you don't know music that well. Maybe you just can't no, appreciate no, no. it just as shut much. Up. You don't know music that well. It's not about appreciation. You flat out don't know it. Mm. And the the poppy every song sounds the same. This is fucking metal headbang. Throw the horns up. Shit. That's fine. That that that's fine. I'm looking directly into the camera, and you can get mad at me all you want. If you don't play an instrument and you don't dissect music and understand music, a band like Polaris or a band like Moths or a, you name it that we talk about on the show constantly, Greyhaven, Norma Jean, Thrice, these incredibly diverse, uh, complicated music, musically complicated bands that we talk about aren't going to be your cup of tea all the time because you don't fucking know what you're listening to. Yeah. That's okay. I will, I will meet you in the middle with that. Okay. Do I agree? Yes. But I want to add a little context to it. Sure. It's not like you have to I'm the dick. You're the mediator. It's not even like you have to be the greatest guitarist ever, the greatest drummer ever, or the greatest bass player ever, the greatest vocalist ever. It's just the fact that you try... Because uh-huh. if you try, then I mean, you realize. Then you realize. Yes. Like Preston got the seven string, and he and I fucked around oh, with dude. learning some Polaris the one night, and he was struggling with it. And I consider I myself it. pretty decent. Guitarist. You are a hell of a guitarist. Yeah. Preston's one hell of a guitarist, especially in that kind of realm. Me, I'm I'm pretty good at like dude, learning stuff like and, and figuring shit tonight. out with with <laughs> by ear and whatnot, and kind of looking at tabs and kind of figuring things out. And, bro, I was struggling. Bro, it's a bitch. Like, it is not for the faint of heart. And so, I know some people aren't going to listen to music just for the sake of how difficult it is to play. And that's fine. That's and that's okay. fine. Yeah. But I'm not... the, the element you cannot dispute, whether it's how challenging it is or how easy it is to play, is the level of creativity because what the guys in Polaris are doing, it it has not been done before. No, no. And, and here's where I struggle is, and I don't mean to be a dick. No, not everybody plays guitar or plays bass or, or drums or whatever. And I get that, and that's fine. And I struggle so hard because I see all these people talk about, oh, Avenged Sevenfold's the greatest metal band of all time, and... And they're talking about Fall all these in a fuck- fucking hole. They're talking about all these fucking radio core bands and people get pissed at me on social media because I'm like, you know, the gatekeeper. I've said it before, the gatekeeper of real metal. And I'm like, yeah, because I understand how difficult the shit that I enjoy is to play. And I have a problem when people who don't understand music talk about how fucking elite these run of the mill radio core octane core bands are. Like, right? They're not, and it's they're not, not even... as musically superior as, and they might be. They're just not putting it on a record. 
But you can't sit here and tell me that a band like Avenged Sevenfold is in the same fucking stratosphere as Polaris. Because they're not. I promise you, they're not. But it's not even just, again, how difficult it is to play, but it's like, how how, how they did put they it think all of together? How did, composition. Yeah. We, we talked yeah. about it in uh, a recent episode where I was talking about how there are sh- there's shit that I listen to just because I am obsessed with how it was the episode with Mitch and yeah, season three. He was yep. talking Be about being a composer and yes. not so much a musician. What a great conversation, by the way. Right, mm-hmm. and 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 that's great. And I think more of the composition, and I think more of yeah. I fall in love with the choices that artists make. Dude, that's why Thrice. And even if I don't love their music, they are one of the greatest bands of all time from a songwriting standpoint, from a composition insane, standpoint. Dude. I appreciate you saying that, dude. Dude, listen, I you. you people listening can think that I'm the biggest fucking cocksucker of all time because I shit on your favorite mom and dad. Rock and roll bands. <laughs> and because we spent a weird amount of time alone. Hear <laughs> <laughs> me out. Hear me out. It's quite nice, though. But a man has to know his limitations. A man has to admit when he's wrong. All that fun stuff. I don't care that if I don't pr- particularly love Thrice's music. I'm still musically talented enough that sounds so arrogant but it's just because I'm, I'm a musician i play guitar i've played guitar for a long time i've digested or di- digested dissected music for a long time i can appreciate the fuck out of what a band like thrice does when it comes to songwriting and com- composition and sneak peek <coughs> sleep token <coughs> um when a band is able to do something um on a almost spiritual level when it comes to putting a right. piece of music together. Sean talked about it in his episode, um, how it is incredibly difficult to take four to five different people um, from different backgrounds, put them in a room and say, make me a great piece of music. Right. They can all play a five, seven, eight riff. Yep. Okay. But when you're doing something that's much more complex, much deeper in emotion and, and feeling and not your, your average song structure, that takes so much more talent to me. And mm-hmm. that's why I, I get so frustrated when these people who really don't understand music and I'm, I'm here to teach you. We're here to teach you. We're trying to pull you into this group of listen to this. Cause this shit's on what you're listening to. I know it sounds judgmental, but it's not meant to be that way. I'm just trying to open your eyes and expand your, yep. your musical horizons to yep. something that, you know, takes way fucking longer to put together than the last, you know, five finger death punch record that you listen to. That took them so two much months more to do. talent though, too. It because does. look, <clears throat> I'm glad you said it. Cause I've said enough dickheads. It's, shit. it's, it's like this. I, love I, you say that. I have fallen in love with the choices that the guys from Polaris make. That's metal as fuck. And I have fallen in love with the way they put their layers together mm-hmm. because they do it in such a creative way. They're extremely talented musicians, so they're doing things that are really extremely difficult to play, mm-hmm. but they're also that. putting things together that not the average person would, would no. think of. And you can tell there's such a chemistry within the band that they're feed it, they're able to feed Zero off of each other. Changes. Bro, there's an energy in that fucking room together, and that's what I want to hit on when you said yes, that. Sir, so it. 
it's a five piece, right? So you got five hellacious musicians, and we hear that in their music, right? You got oh, Ryan Stud, Rick Stud, Dan on the drums, absolute freak show. Jake on the bass, he's nuts. <laughs> I don't know how freak show. Yeah. I don't know how he sings. He and might be does the biggest freak does. in the band. And then you got Jamie, who's a freak show in itself. He's superhuman. So not only are we talking about a band that individually are freak shows. Right. They're able to get in a room together, and there's a certain energy that goes around in that room, and I would love to just sit there and be a fucking fly on the wall. Oh, my God. In a recording session with them? But there's a there yep. has to be a certain energy <clears throat> that goes around in that room of... No, Rick, don't go there. I'm not thinking that part. Let's try this and see if we can mesh it back to this later on in the song. Like, and that just, that just flows and you, it gets the next guy going. And I can, I feel like I can see it and picture it. Well, you can see head. it because that's what we've been doing with our new songs. Right. Yep. You can feel every single piece of their creative energy in every song that they do. You brought, you, you said it perfectly. Like, there might be a piece that Rick wrote that, you know, Ryan or Jamie's like, you know, I love that, but I don't love it here. Yeah. How can we tie it in somewhere over here? Because it would fill this space. Great. The, the critical thinking and creative thought that goes into every one of their songs. there, every Polaris song is a fucking journey. Yep. It is not just some, like fucking just yep. we're just gonna yep. put some there are a lot of bands out there that can write a song or two like that i'll give you a perfect example a day to remember you talked about them earlier sometimes you're the hammer sometimes you're a nail that's a fantastic song mm-hmm. that song yep. has so many different layers and so many different emotions in yep. one piece of music that's a that's an all-timer that's i it. love that song that's it for them for me for you, I don't yeah. know that they have another one that touches that song. Yeah, they might. I mean, I need to re-listen. I probably need to re-listen. <clears throat> but that's one. You know, they might have. An- I could probably one. take you down a a, uh, a day to remember journey that you would appreciate. Absolutely. Uh, I I there I sleep. But on it them but so it much. but it comes but, down to knowing who you are and your yeah. your your taste and you know, like we talked about, kind of the bridge. You, you, you got to like show the, the person the right shit yep. to get them into it so they can appreciate so, it and then dig into the other stuff. My yeah. ultimate point there was that <clears throat> there's there's a lot of bands out there that can write a few songs that have that complexity and range of emotion and uh, excellence in composition. Every single song that Polaris puts together on they a fucking 12-song record does not miss. They all feel like their own album. Every song feels like its own album. It's its own experience. And there is no one else out there on this planet, or me, that does it like that. And that's where I think I'm trying to digest all that we're talking about. And I'm thinking from a listener's perspective that may not be a musician. Like, for example, y'all have heard the story a million times, but me and Kyler grew up playing riffs. Because of Metallica. And I'm thinking of somebody that's not a musician or doesn't play an instrument. Let me, before you get in this, let me preface this. I I know I said that if you don't play an instrument, you don't know music. I I don't mean it in that totality sense. 
Yeah. I mean, because I know people out there that don't play an instrument that really love the kind of shit that I love because yeah. they really digest it and they just don't play an instrument. That's okay. <clears throat> so don't think that I'm speaking to an entire group of people. I'm just saying, on the whole, if you play an instrument, you really digest music more. I'm just trying to encourage people to pick up a fucking guitar, really. Yeah. <laughs> In all honesty, sorry, Preston. No, you're you're okay. So I'm thinking I'm thinking of somebody that may not play an instrument, but is into this kind of music. And I think of Polaris, and I think of monuments. I think of. Uh, make them suffer i think of bands along that realm that are what we call them riffy bands whatever riffy bands and maybe we're attracted to that because of because of how riffy it is and other people are into amity affliction and a day to remember like other people who don't play instruments are into a day to remember they're into amity they're into Uh, Beartooth's got some shit, but I see where you're coming Look, from. Is it because that's not what they're interested in? They're simply just interested the in the song? When you guys first met me, was I into the riffy shit? No. 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 But you I were a guitar not. player. Which uh, is weird. I'm a guitar player. I was mm. I was never really into the the super riffy stuff. Could I appreciate it? Could I listen to it and enjoy it? Yeah. Yes. But it wasn't, wasn't my was it my favorite thing to listen to? No, because I've always cared more about the song and the composition mm-hmm. than I did about the individual parts. Mm-hmm. But when I listen to Polaris, it's... Look, there's only one other metal band that I I like more than Polaris, and that's like Miles to Flames. Mm-hmm. And that's because their songwriting is just... Uh, yeah. Just, mm, yep. just love Chef it. Kiss. But... Um, when Dark I listen to really Polaris, did you, yeah, oh, I did. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. Yeah. But like when I listen to Polaris, is Dark it Divine is... a bigger influence on you than Restoring Forces? Yeah, why is that album not tattooed on you? You got space. There well, on those, the those two the... albums I are. Have, I do have space. Somewhat similar to me, and I know it's not as metal. I I think Forces. I you know if we're gonna just sidetrack we'll for your... just just okay. a moment, okay. The reason I haven't put like Monster Flames on my sleeve is because even though I got big arms, <laughs> I am, li- big I am limited on space. Yeah, and for me, bigger. restoring force was like the the gateway for me into this realm of music. Yeah, it's fair. So I started listening to it just a little time. bit before I, I met yeah. you guys and started hanging out with you guys. And it was kind of the stepping stone yep. into that realm. It was what taught me the lessons I wanted to learn out of yep. this genre as mm-hmm. far as like vocals and, and whatnot. And I, I really felt it was a great album. But <clears throat> would would I be opposed to putting like Monster Flames or Polaris on, on my arm? No, but it would it would take a lot of thought to really make a decision which album would go mm-hmm. on. I would uh, get Polaris tattooed on my face. Dark I'm about Dark to Divine get my half sleeve and it's gonna was an amazing album. On it. However, because of the the lack of production, um, it just doesn't hit yeah the way I want it to. But when we heard the songs live. 
Oh, they blew me away. I'm doing a calf sleeve. I talked to you about this. Yep. And I'm going to do um, <clears throat> Polaris, um, Ride the Lightning, Metallica, at the top. Because that's what started it all for me. Right. Um, I'm also going to do, I told you, like, the, <clears throat> the, the dead bleeding girl on the floor from the poison, Bullet from My Valentine. The Currents logo, the mm-hmm. moon with the skull and the mm-hmm. teardrops. And then, like, the album cover from Shadows Are Security, As yep. Lay Dying. Yep. Um, so we're all going to kind of have these different pieces of artwork from these right. bands. The just... very similar tattoos. Well, yeah. so, well so... and there's going to be a similar theme because I feel yeah. like Polaris is going to eventually make it on all three of them. So, <laughs> so the, other, the other piece of that is you think of, like, Breaking Benjamin on my arm. Mm-hmm. Well, I've talked about how I actually prefer Chevelle. Mm-hmm. However. What Breaking Benjamin did for you at the time. I felt that the Phobia album yeah. really represented that entire yep. era and kind yep. of realm of music. But also, I had to consider what album covers look cool to put on me yeah. because Chevelle sure. has nothing that I care. Yeah. Yeah. Do, really I put, cool. do I put the UFO yeah. right. on there? Right. right. Do That's I fair. put some of their really fucking abstract weird shit on they there? Yeah. Got no. some weird ass album covers. So that was that was kind of a distinguishing factor too. Do I think the the album cover for Dark Divine would would be cool? Yeah, I mean I have these but weird also, blacked out dudes on here from yeah. brand new. Uh, wouldn't be much different putting the dark the the weird looking figure from Dark Divine on there. How cool but, would the death of me look on you, though? Mm, We're all three going to end up with that The burning It's been my background on my phone for stuff. two and a half, three it's years. It's also been what you said. This is going on my forearm for yeah. like three yeah. years. So. But um, I guess I guess I back to the topic. Yeah, that did my forearm piece. I'm going there. Like, Most likely. Look. Like, Most of Flames writes amazing songs. I think Polaris, as far as a composition standpoint, is why I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Is because the compositions are fantastic. Yeah. As someone who's not into the riffy stuff on the same level that you guys are. Mm-hmm. The obsession that the we The obsession are. Yeah. that you guys have. Look, I listen to that stuff as a guitar player, and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Do I care to listen to Whittly Diddly's all da- all, right. all day? Right. Not so much. But god damn, those songs are fucking amazing. They're so good, bro. Listen to the fucking So remedy. well put together. I mean, look, there's there's no one else out there doing it in metalcore the way that Polaris is doing it. Bro. I truly don't think so. Not even make them suffer and their last two songs are fucking kick ass. But if you listen to Make Them Suffer, Bro, their lyrics go hard. They they do, but it's like I don't feel much different from their newer stuff to their than older stuff. To their older yeah. stuff. Yeah. Whereas they just Polaris, rage, dude. they just rage. That's I love they, it. I mean, make them yeah. suffer. Just I when love you want to rage with that's a little bit of my melody. Go-to. With but a like, bit of melody. yeah, they're they're a deathcore yeah. band that throws in some melody but like you said Polaris each song is like its own it's experience it's from listen and every an album episode they're adding of, in something fresh yeah there's a, and doing there's it well a, there's an episode I don't know if it was a couple weeks ago or whenever the hell it was listen to Vagabond and then listen to Landmine 
completely fucking How different about go songs. listen to The Descent and then go listen to Martyr off the same Well, album. yeah, I'm trying to exclude songs like Martyr and because that is like purposefully different. I don't I don't remember song names, so I got to I got to go back here, but Lucid Vagabond's the one with the Lucid. fucking tambourine and Ooh, Oh god, Lucid's got the god riff. God, the god riff. riff. Oh man, it's got the god <laughs> riff in it. Listen, but, the breakdown and consume. Uh, Crooked Path. Oh, bro. Crooked, Crooked Path, path is one of my favorites. Jesus Christ. So, so, so I mean. Oh, fucking. God! I just want to rage, bro. Fuck. Look, look. Let's 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 talk about some of these these song titles on here. Off the new album coming? Harbinger. Nightmare. I, mean, I like that they're all Harbinger, like, Harbinger. Like, when I one think of Harbinger, names. I think of, like, Harbinger of Destruction. One word name songs. One Parasite. Yeah. <laughs> um, After Touch. Fault Line. All in Vain. Yeah. The, these yeah. songs are probably going to be bangers, bro. Dude. Don't judge say, a book by its cover, but when it's Polaris, you can kind of get an idea. I am going to talk about the album cover. It's different. So when I first saw the album cover, I was like, man, that does not look like a Polaris album cover. Um, because if you, if you notice, at least with their past two albums. Now, if you go back to Dichotomy, yeah, this new one kind of matches up to Dichotomy. Um, but the last two, Mortal Coil and Death and the Death of Me, uh, both hyper-realistic um, yep. artwork. Yep. Um, That's a good way to put it. It is. I don't very, think this one is a, as abstract I don't As think it's abstract. Seems. I just think it's, it's different. It's more animated looking or it's something. It's definitely more animated looking than the previous two. Um, and Tyler will be the first to tell you that I am super into album artwork. Mm -hmm. Tyler will send me a record and know that I like it strictly because, yeah, it might be somewhat in the realm of what I like. But if the album cover goes hard, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Bro, Stellar Circuits, that's how you got me yeah. into them. You sent me that one, and I was like, dude, that album cover goes fucking hard to listen to it. And I was like, oh, that's fucking filthy. <laughs> there was another one that you sent me that we listened to the other day in the car on the way to your dad's concert. And I can't remember what the fuck band it was, but the album cover like goes super hard. And I'm like, yeah, I like the album cover. I'm probably going to like the album. <laughs> I don't so, remember which one that is, but I showed you Sayosin. Yeah, you did was was me. that no, it? No, it wasn't it. I no, didn't think it was it because their their album cover was kind of yeah. it has a beetle on it. Yeah, yeah there's a beetle. Weird. Um, great music, weird. great music. But bro, if you just go back and think about elite albums of all time, so many of them have. Dude, artist in the ambulance, like that album cover is so fucking cool because it's so plain. Like it's just a picture of a buildings. Right, and it's so like, a, a cool topic to cover on this show, and I don't think it needs to be for this episode. Is it the album cover, or is it because of you listen to the album, it changed your life in some way, and you associate those songs with that? Okay, so album I think cover. first impressions are everything, right? So when you're looking at an album cover, before you when you click on a record to listen on listen to it for the first time, you see the album cover. You have a first impression in your mind. Mm -hmm. So you are setting an expectation with that album cover, whether you want to admit it or not. It's no different than a job interview, how you're dressed for a job interview. Before you say a fucking word, people are judging you based off of the way you're dressed. I'm judging an album before I even hear the first note picked by the album cover. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the reason I say that is because I think of No Eternity in Gold by Malls. At See, I'm first, gonna be real with you. I fucking hate that album cover. I hated that I, album I cover. Hate the album cover. I still do. And I'm not crazy about it to this day. Dark Divine is so much better. Yeah. So I hated that album cover at first for some reason. I don't know why. I hate. Maybe hate's a strong word, it's but too whatever. Busy. Yeah, it is busy, but. Then I love the album, and now I'm like, yeah, when I see that album cover, I'm like, that's one badass fucking album. You know what well, I mean? Well, it's, it's like this. I love when he you says want, that. I love when he says that. It's like you this. want the album cover <laughs> to portray what, what the music yes. is about to portray. Yep. You want those two things to relate. Yep. You think of our... So I guess we are I was going to ask you, you think of our album covers. So... When I'll start with head up along the way, mm-hmm. Fair. what Sean wanted was very, he wanted something very abstract. He wanted something along the lines of Chevelle's album covers where it's a very simple concept. I feel like that's they what make that it is. very abstract and voila, the idea of head up along the way. Okay. You, you think of the album title itself. To me, I thought of like a horizon. And if you look at the album cover of Head Up Along the Way, it, it is kind of essentially a horizon. Mm-hmm. And you guys are a rare instance where you gave the, the album a name that isn't a song name. Right. You know what I mean? And then Inhibitions. The, I, the majority of the songs that were going on part one and part two, part two never really happened. And I I know Sean's writing style, and I you know I can't it, I I can't give you the lyrics verbatim, but a lot of it has to do with literal inhibitions. Mm-hmm. I mean, inhibitions being those innermost thoughts that really kind of torment people, and really only come out when you're fucking drunk and vulnerable and 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 you lose your grip on on being able to control those inhibitions and then they come out and what i thought of was basically this persona personification of inhibitions and this this idea of like a person like the inner you it's a war within yourself screaming out mm-hmm. and I, I I wanted it to have this this dark feel Shout out, where it's like mm-hmm. where it's like this personification of inhibitions is screaming out from the darkness within you. And that's where the idea of the album cover came from. And it just so happened that Seven was able to bring that to life to life. And you know, can I say that we have the most amazing album covers? No, but when I think of amazing album covers, that's what I think of. How well does, does it, it relate to the, the music? So that's yeah. why I think the death of me is the app might be the greatest album cover of all time. Um, because if you really look at it, it is a man walking down the beach on fire. Calm about to walk into the beach. Calm. Yep. He's not flailing. He's not freaking out. He's just walking mm-hmm. and his upper torso is completely engulfed in flames. Yeah. And that whole album is feels that way. It is it, it is an onslaught in this realm of calm. Yep. And I'm like, that's absolutely gorgeous. Mortal Coil is very similar being because calm it's, in the chaos. Being calm and chaos. Mortal Coil is very similar in the sense of it's this person 
person free falling. falling through almost time, space yep. and time. There's a pocket watch right there with them falling. So it's like yep. mortality. You're thinking about more your mortality and existential crisis and whatnot, things like that. Like. Mm-hmm grasping life in general and that that album cover does a great job of capturing that well that so, that album cover it's almost like the the person's falling through like like falling in water yeah right it's like a free fall and you think yeah. of some of the or the darkness the themes, of space the themes throughout the song and like uh what is it martyr that's off death of me the death of me i'm trying to think what what song Dude, was consume on that just hits me like a freight train in that because like being consumed by life and your own coming to grips with your own mortality. That's something I struggle with all the time. Oh, Insomnus Veritas. The slower one off of no. Mortal Coil. Somnus? Insomnus Veritas. If that's yeah, how you so some it. of these some it. of these songs, it's almost like drowning. Yeah. Like this super heavy Sonder. Sonder. Sonder, like drowning in this slow decay. Yes, the slow decay. Dude, it's like your own mortality, bro. The mortal coil. Like, that's just... I mean, relapse. There's so many... So, it just circles back to my whole point of album covers have way more impact than what people think. And there's another band that I think does a fucking incredible job with album covers. Every single one in its currents. I know that they look busy, but if you go look at some of their album covers in relation to the song title and some of the records on there, the place I feel safest, dude's got a, it's two dudes standing together and one's holding a knife behind his back. The death, the death we seek, their newest one, it is this like warrior marching in hell. Like very little you can see him and there's just like this big uh, atmosphere of like a dark demonic place. And it just does. And and the death we seek is a very dark album, very heavy, very blah mm-hmm. album. So I and that's probably why I am so big on album covers and and I want them to mean something. Don't just fucking put the four dudes standing like this on the fucking album cover. Yeah. You know, don't, which, don't just go out in the woods in the winter time. <laughs> Every fucking crapcore album ever. <laughs> woods in the winter time. Oh my god! I actually yeah. keep doing that. That's that's that why. Kind of uh, you, that's how all those music videos were. You're you're, you're creating, you're creating yeah. jobs. Okay, yep. the the park rangers need to be able to you know yeah. have a reason to exist and. <laughs> Helping guide them to safety is is one of their probably key components. So to wrap this up, I, I just I just want to say that I'm so fucking juiced out of my mind for this new Polaris uh, album. That the I think they dropped the perfect single to kind of show us, hey, here's the direction we're going in. Yep. You're gonna know it's Polaris, but you're not gonna know what's coming next. And you know they're still young in their career, man. They've only been you know uh, commercially productive. For, you know, since 2016, roughly, I think. 2017 was Mortal Coil. Yeah, 2016, or maybe it was 2015 was Dichotomy. And then uh, The Guilt and the Grief, the EP, was 16, I believe. Um, so they're still, they're still you know, young in this thing. And, and just, I mean, they're they're not even in their prime yet, I don't think. Whew. And that's hard. I think to, they're entering their prime. Yeah, that's hard to wrap your head around, considering the gold that they've poured Think about it. Change my fucking life. Yeah, this if this album delivers the way that we hope it does. That's three straight. That's three straight banger ass albums. It will beat the fuck out of Currents. 
and if and they keep no up their occurrence. touring schedule that they they do, which is Look vicious, it out. is vicious. Look out, dude! They are going to blow yep. the fuck. Yeah, I mean, up. yeah, they'll take over. I mean, they're 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 on the verge of a a. I'm almost metal. glad they haven't blown the fuck up yet because we can see because it. Of their the third monument. album. We can watch it it be, if they had it. already blown up, their third album would probably be lazy. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and that's something that that scares me. I'm almost afraid if they blow up this album, their next album might be slightly disappointing. Something which about which is something guys, that happens. I just feel like they have too much in it. Almost feels like that. it's it, it's a stretch to say that it could, you know, they could have a letdown. But I mean, it, any band is capable of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. All it takes is one I miss. Think, I think it would, we loved all. I don't think it would be it would be a bad album. I when think it would be come down. I think it, just it would be, be kind of like the conversation. I think it'd be like banger. the conversation we had earlier, where yeah. it was like, "Is it is it bad in relation to other players, or right. is it bad in relation to everything else?" Yes. And I think you know, yep. after they blow up, they might have an album that's kind of bad compared to their other stuff. Yeah, yep. that's the only thing that worries me. So, my parting thoughts: Players changed my life. Same. They filled a gap for me in music very similar to an All That Remains that did years ago, very similar to Metallica did for me years ago, and, and so many other bands. But, like, and maybe it's just because of present time, and I know we've said it several times, but to me, there's nobody else like them. Mm-mm. Nobody. And I'm so fucking stoked for this new album. Me too. Well, guys, I think we've we've probably ran a little longer than what we wanted to for a traditional bonus content episode. So we'll have some after after show discussions about what to do with this one because this was a special one. This was, a good um, one. and uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for for sticking with us here, especially our, our folks on Patreon. Thank you, guys. Um, as a reminder, you know to go follow all of our socials at TSIS Podcast. Um, like, comment, rate, review. Tell us we fucking suck. Tell us we're dickheads. I don't care. Any interaction Bring is good it. interaction. So, um, again, appreciate each and every one of you guys and gals for tuning in and listening each and every time we put something out. Um, we appreciate y'all. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be wouldn't be able to keep doing this. So, um, thank you. And until next time, we are the screaming idiots. Peace, love, dove. <laughs>